Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nice of the Day FC podcast. I'm Josh Taylor, and on today's episode, we'll discuss some preseason matches coming up this weekend, as we are now less than a month away before kickoff of the 2023 NISA season. I can't wait. We also have some new head coaches for Albion San Diego and the Maryland Bobcats, so I will share my thoughts on that. We got plenty of NISA signings, NISA player signings, I should say, that I will need to discuss so over the last couple weeks, so I'll share my thoughts on all that. And we have some NISA Nation news to discuss as well and more. So stay tuned, guys. We got another good episode of NISA Day FC starting right now. Welcome back, everybody. I'm glad to be back on the mic after about a week and a half since our last episode. And I was out of town this past weekend. I was in Orlando, Florida, going down there for a wedding. So I was catching up my old roommate, Jeremiah, and he's a married man now. So I was down there, wish him best of luck. Congratulations to him and his wife, Sarah. And I got to catch up with a lot of my friends at the Disney. I used to work with at Disney when I was working down there at the theme parks. So that was a pretty nice weekend. It was really hot down there, 90 degrees. Where in Chicago, it's like 20s, but it's kind of got a few more. Well, March is kind of like a winter month, it's kind of technically. So got a little bit more to go. And then we finally get that short spring weather and then summer. So looking forward to that. But I hope you guys have been doing well. And hope you guys enjoyed our last couple episodes with the interviews. If you guys missed out, please go ahead and check out the last couple episodes. My interview with Gold Star FC Detroit head coach and GM Alex Lubianski. And of course, our last episode with our special guest Hector Trujillo as me and him broke down the 2023 NISA season schedule. So don't forget to check those out, guys. Now, for today's episode, I'm going to go into our NISA headlines from the past couple weeks. And my takeaways so far is we got some preseason games coming up as Chattanooga FC will be taking on one Knoxville SC. Savannah Clovers FC, they'll also have a preseason matchup this weekend as well. They'll be taking on MLS Next Pro side, Huntsville City FC, this weekend as well. The LA Force, they will be playing UC Riverside this weekend. And Albion San Diego, they have a preseason match tonight against Central Valley Fuego FC. And then they will also play San Diego State Aztecs as well this weekend. So a very busy week for Albion. But those are the, some preseason matches that you guys should keep your eye on this weekend. Now, speaking of Albion, they announced last month that they have found their next head coach for the club. And his name is Diego Gomez. He will be taking over for 
Ziggy Koritowski, of course, as we know, left shortly after Albion's final championship game appearance against the Michigan Stars in Nisa last year. Of course, he moved on and joined Chattanooga Red Wolves. And Diego Gomez will be taking over at Albion. Of course, he had previously coached Queensboro FC2 in the UPSL last year. And Queensboro FC2 did very well in UPSL last year. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Diego Gomez can kind of get a system in play for Albion and get this team to bounce back quickly. Remember, they were not going to play, and at the last minute side, they're going to play. They've lost some key players, but we'll be bringing in some familiar faces that Albion fans will know. And it'll be interesting to see if Albion, if they can get things turned around quickly, get back to having a solid season like they did last year, and and see if they can make another run to the NISA championship final like they did last year. Now, another team that made a coaching change, you know, this was more sudden than what happened to Albion. So the Maryland Bobcats FC, they announced a couple weeks ago on President's Day that they have parted ways with their now former head coach, Sylvian Rostello. And when this move was first announced, I was very surprised because the Maryland Bobcats had just announced players that they were bringing back to their squad for the upcoming season. And everyone's like, what's going on? They're going to make a coaching change with like just a little over a month before the season starts? What is going on? So we kind of didn't know what to expect. But now they're going to bring back a familiar face coaching this team. And they just announced a couple days ago that former player, assistant coach, and the president of the Youth Academy soccer team for the Maryland Bobcats, Alex Cow, will be the new head coach for the Maryland Bobcats for the 2023 season. And this is huge news for the Maryland Bobcats because, like I said, last year they had kind of an up-and-down season but got through it. They made the playoffs, and... Yes, they lost in the Albion in the quarterfinal round, but still, I would say for the Bobcats, after everything that clubs went through last year to, to make the playoffs in your second year in NISA, I think it's quite an achievement. And now this is the third year. The Maryland Bobcats, even though they've gone through some changes, not just on the field, but off the field with the front office, this team still has high expectations to get back to the playoffs. So let me share a bit of, well, the new boss for the Maryland Bobcats, Coach Cow, said, quote, I feel extremely fortunate to be trusted to lead a team as a head coach this upcoming year. I want to recognize the work that my predecessor has done at the club this past year, which was an incredible job. He brought an incredible level of professional professionalism and training structure that I admire. Luckily for me, I was able to learn a lot in the process of being his assistant. So that's going to be kind of an interesting thing for Coach Cow being an assistant, learning the system, and now, of course, being a former player as well. Now he can kind of relate to those players for the Bobcats and kind of keep that momentum going that they had. And 
It's kind of a similar approach what City Union did, bringing Jordan Sullivan, who was an assistant coach for Flower City Union last year, and now he gets promoted to the head coaching role. So kind of an interesting dynamic that you kind of see the how these clubs are going with someone within the organization on the sidelines that players can relate with. So that will be something to watch for sure. Now, I know in case you guys missed it, there was also a really good podcast episode on the Maryland Bobcast, and it's hosted by the guys from the Old Bay Brigade, Rooster and the Villain, and Steve Johnson was on the NISA Communication Specialist, and I thought it was a really good episode. Steve Johnson shared a lot of information about his background and getting into the league and talking about the league struggles and how they've kind of reached that corner where they're trying to turn around, especially now it's fifth year of playing and that what the league has learned and what their plans are moving forward. I think one interesting thing I learned from that episode was he talked about the league's plan moving forward and they want to try to get, build this league out and get three expansion teams for 2024, 2025, and so on. So I thought that was a pretty interesting information that Steve Johnson shared about. So if you guys, I'm not going to spoil the rest of it for you, but if you guys want to check it out, go to the Maryland Bobcast, check those guys out on their episodes, not just with Steve Johnson, but also the one I did with Alex Cow when he got announced as the head coach. So give those guys a listen. And make sure to leave them a five-star review, please. All right, let's move on to the news around NISA. All right, everyone, on to the news around the NISA League. And as I mentioned in the intro, I got plenty of player signings to go over. So let's start with the team I just talked about in the last segment the Maryland Bobcats and Maryland Bobcats. I like what they're doing with their defense, bringing a lot of familiar players and some new faces. So they are bringing back defender Richard Forca. He played 20 games for the Maryland Bobcats FC last year and logged in over 1700 minutes. They're also bringing back midfielder Drew Wivel. He scored two goals and added one assist and he played over 1,000 minutes for the club. They're also bringing in defender Abdella Mansour for another season, his second season. Defender Ziad El Said, he's coming back for a second season as well. Defender Philip Brown will be back for another season. He made six appearances, and he started one match for the Bobcats last year. Midfielder. Akin Bolohan, Mike Akinkoye is coming back for another season with the Maryland Bobcats. He made 13 appearances, started seven matches, and scored one goal. Forward William Joe Wangu is coming back for a second season. He played nine matches for the Bobcats, and he scored a goal in their Nisa Independent Cup match. Their team captain, midfielder, Jocelyn Bosayan 
He is coming back for a third season for the Bobcats. He played 20 matches, had two assists, and logged over 1,700 minutes. Midfielder Manuel Manny Gonzalez is coming back for a second season. He logged over 1,900 minutes, had one assist, and was named to 2022 NISA Best 11 second team. And one of my favorite players from the Bobcats is coming back, midfielder Darwin Espinal will be returning for a second season for the Bobcats. He scored 10 goals for them last year, and he was also on the NISA Best 11 first team. Look, some of those goals that Darren Espinal scored were absolute beauty, man. So I am very excited to see Espinal back for another year. And they also added midfielder Pierre Richard. So that's the latest signs from the Bobcats so far. Let's talk about Gold Star FC Detroit. Gold Star FC Detroit announced that they have signed central midfielder Albora Alsofi, or as Coach Lubiansky calls him, AB. Of course, he shared about signing him on as the club's first signing in our recent episode a few weeks ago. They also brought winger Nor Audi. I, I hope I pronounced that right. He's been signed to the club as well. And they brought a player that I know pretty well. Goalkeeper Brandon Barnes has signed with Gold Star FC Detroit. Brandon Barnes, I know him personally because he played – he was our backup goalkeeper with Chicago House when he played for us back in 2021 in the fall season in Nisa. He only played one game, but he got a win. It was a 1-0 shutout against Chattanooga FC. So he's got that on his resume. Clean sheet. <laughs> and uh, he also played with Ford Madison prior to playing for Chicago House. So I'm very excited to see Brandon Barnes continue his soccer career. In Detroit, Gold Star also signed forward Lucas Berg. He previously played for Inter Detroit and CF Montreal. They also added outside back Carter Burris. He played with Westchester United. Center midfielder Walid Sharif. And they added another, another center midfielder, Alexander Dalou. He was playing in Cyprus for a second division Soccer club, that's what team posted on Twitter. They also signed center back slash right back Hunter Gibbons. And they also brought back, or excuse me, and they also signed forward Roddy Green. Now, there were rumors that there were a couple Chattanooga FC players so I, that was possibly signed with Gold Star FC Detroit. So there's one that we've heard about, Roddy Green. And Roddy Green going back to the Motor City. Uh, he played with Detroit City FC. And he's played with Chattanooga FC last year. And bringing in a veteran like that, it's going to be a plus for this team. He's This is going to be his like fourth year in Nisa now. So a uh, guy who knows the league very well and can help this team gel and kind of get through the ups and downs of Nisa. It's going to be a lot of traveling for sure for a lot of these clubs. 
So Roddy Green, of course, has been a part of that with Detroit City FC and now Chattanooga FC and now Gold Star. So looking forward to see what he does for Gold Star FC Detroit. They've also signed outside back Dakota Lopsiger. He had played with the Michigan Stars last year. And now he's going to be with new kids on the block. Midfielder Jadiah McLeod has signed with Gold Star FC Detroit. Of course, McLeod, he had played with Chicago House AC last year in the Midwest Premier League. And he also had previously played with Chicago Fire 2. Defender Amadou Magasariga. He is a former 1904 FC player, so he has signed with Gold Star. Center midfielder Derek Ramirez. Center back Brandon Riddle. And goalkeeper Dylan Ramos. He's a U.S. Virgin Island international, and he played at Lakeland United FC. And they also just announced this just before we went on. Center midfielder slash striker. Yaya Cisse, who played with Atlantic City FC last year. City Union. Now, these guys have been making some moves, so let me talk about City Union. Uh, they announced they had signed their first signing, which was Ghanaian winger Frederick Opoku. He was their first signing. He had previously played at FK, excuse me, FK Bylis in the Albanian Superliga. They also added midfielder Steven Elias. Uh, he had played with the Michigan Stars and Valley United FC last year. Big signing there. They also brought in another former Michigan Stars player, center back Kyle Nelson. He will be with City Union as well. Outside back John Anthony Riquejo was also signed by City Union. Of course, I know John Anthony Riquejo. He had previously played with LA Galaxy 2, and he, he played six games for Chicago House Athletic Club. We were in NISA in 2021. So it's always good to see some former house players still kicking it on the field. So very excited to see that. They also re-signed Mike Cunningham. They signed winger Luke Ferreira. He had played with Chattanooga FC last year. They also added another winger, Malik Stewart, he played for New Jersey Alliance FC last year. And the big one, the big signing that I really like. I don't think Hector likes it very much, but I still think this is a big deal. They added forward Alouane Diacate. He played with Albion San Diego last year and scored 12 goals. Now, the reason I say this is a big deal because Flower City Union last year as a team, they only scored 13 goals. 13. Diacate scored 12, okay? So if you have someone that can put the ball in the back of the net, it's going to be Diacate. So I like that move by head coach Jordan Sullivan, bringing in a guy like that, and some key players to help him out. And like I said, Flower City Union, or now City Union as they're now known, at least for this year, only won two games last year. So they can only go up from here, and they got some guys that can score goals. And, hey, 
Sitting Union, they they I think this team could make a, a push for the playoffs and be very competitive this year. Let's go to Savannah Clovers. As they have announced some signings, they signed forward Joel Bunting, midfielder Aaron Martinez, center back Shandon Wright. Now, Shannon Wright, he's a former 1904 FC player and was playing for a club in Mongolia last year. Midfielder Mason Moyers, he previously played with Syracuse Pulse last season. Forward slash winger Alex Aredes, he had played with Jacksonville Armada under 23 in the MPSL last year. He had scored 11 goals for the Armada under-23 team. So, good pickup, I say, for Savannah Clovers FC. They've also added winger Adon Tate. He played with the Michigan Stars FC last season. Center back Ford Hunt. Midfielder Yakov Yasha Pomozov. And then they added... Winger, Andy Sanchez. Goalkeeper, Russell Robles. And fullback, Mateo Villafrade. He played for Weston FC last year. All right, next we have Chattanooga FC. And you thought they were done, didn't you? Nope. The boys in blue have been busy adding some depth players to their squad for the upcoming season. So they added defender Anatoly Prepolita. I hope I pronounced that right. Also known as Toli. Uh, he played for the Mon, excuse me. He played for the Moldova national team and previously played at FC Balti in the Moldovan Superliga. They've also added midfielder Beto Alvarenga, he played with Cal United Strikers FC last year in 14 matches. They also added his fellow teammate at Cal United, defender Aiden Bowers. He started 17 matches for Cal United last year and logged in 1,530 minutes. All right. And then lastly, on Chattanooga FC, they have added defender Jungwoo So. Now, this is a cool story. He went to Drury University. He's a South Korea Youth Academy product. He went to as a trialist for Chattanooga FC. Did well in the preseason. Worked hard in practice. And he has earned himself his first pro contract with the boys in blue. So congrats to Jung Woo So. And congratulations, man. That's, that's a awesome. And it's always cool to see trialists, you know, working hard, trying to impress the coach, and earns their first pro contract. So that's a really great story. Albion San Diego. Now, I know the club has not officially announced these signings just yet, but according to our special guest on the show in our last episode, Hector Trujillo, this is from his article, El Latino San Diego, and he said in this article that Albion is bringing back defender Jacob oh, and midfielders Lennon 
Cardion and Jonathan Bazes. So those three guys will be returning to Albion for another season. And I'm sure we'll have some more announcements soon from the club on who's bringing in and who may still be leaving Albion for another club. And finally, this literally popped up on my Twitter page right before we jumped on, the Michigan Stars. I was kind of wondering, every other NISA club so far has announced a signing. When are we going to hear from the champs? And we finally got one. Michigan Stars will be adding, you guessed it, a former Cal United player to the squad. So they have added Garrick Hoban from Cal United Strikers. And he is the two-time All-NISA team selection. He's been on that team twice after a couple solid seasons with Cal United Strikers FC. And I'm sure Michigan Stars were taking notes. We're like, hey, Chattanooga FC, they're signing some Cal United Striker players. Maybe we should get some on our team too. So <laughs> it looks like you're going to probably see a few Cal United Strikers joining the Michigan Stars as well. I'm kind of wondering because me and Hector talked about this in our last episode. We, we thought Albion and LA Force were going to scoop some Cal United players, but they're all going east. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Just saying. All right. Let's get into some new stuff. So Michigan Jaguars, they announced that their supporters club has have extended a partnership with Gold Star FC Detroit. And what this partnership means is that the two clubs will collaborate on multiple initiatives, including summer and winter camps, player pathway opportunities for Jaguars youth players, VIP access to meet and greets, and a Jaguars supporters section of the stadium. The Savannah Clovers announced Umbro USA as its official technical partner, and they'll be making their kits as well. So looking forward to see what Savannah, their jerseys and stuff they'll be wearing, their gear, throughout the season. So looking forward to that. They also announced a strategic partnership with Savannah United to provide opportunities for local players on and off the pitch, including scrimmages, training opportunities, workshops, and development programs. And finally, former Michigan Stars midfielder Alex Frank has joined Fort Wayne FC for the 2023 season. Now let's talk some Nisa Nation. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in Nisa Nation. And... The latest news we got from Nisa Nation from the past couple weeks is we got a couple of new teams announced and the return of the Pacific Division. But first, the Southwest Premier League has announced the reactivation of the Arizona Premier League. Now, that's one piece of news from Nisa Nation, but they also announced a couple of new teams joining the league for the Southwest region for the 2023 spring season. 
So they announced Toros and Neza USA. They will be joining the Southwest region for the 2023 season. Uh, the club is based in the Riverside County. And this is a, one of the new clubs that will be joining Southwest region. We've already mentioned many of the clubs that have been announced so far. And uh, there is your quote from their owner, Jorge Galvan. Quote, we have been building towards something better for a long time. NISA and NISA Nation gives us a pathway that other leagues don't. We have talented players that need to be seen by bigger clubs. And NISA Nation gives both our players and our club professional opportunities. That's what we want. End quote. All right. So another new club that will be joining the Southwest region for NISA Nation in 2023 for the spring season is Desert FC, they're based in La Quinta, California. And let me read you a excuse me. Let me read you a quote from their founder, Zach Holiday. Quote: Our organization takes great pride in supporting the goals of our many outstanding athletes around the Coachella Valley. We want to help players move on to the next level of play and be successful in their journey. Nisa Nation provides a substantial pathway to pro for players, and we feel Nisa Nation is working to be something very special for the future of the sport and the growth of Nisa as a whole. We're excited. We're excited to be entering Nisa Nation. End quote. And Desert FC, of course, they will continue their operation development teams in the UPSL, and they also have a boys' youth academy. All right, so. We have a piece of news here from Nisa Nation about the formation of the new Pacific Division for the 2023 spring season. It will feature five clubs from Northern California and Northern Nevada, our first of up to 10 clubs. So back last month on February 21st, Nisa Nation announced that they will form the Pacific Division and it will feature as many as 10 clubs in the spring season, and that the season will begin in sometime in March. And let me read you a quote here from Nisa Nation director Matt Morse. Quote, we are building Nisa Nation in the way where the system can be supported by a solid foundation. The West has long proven itself as one of the premier development regions in the nation, and the Northern California to Northern Nevada corridor is fertile ground for players every year. We continue to seek independent clubs that want to be a part of a more open system of professional development. The Pacific Division will feature a group of clubs that include Balborn FC, Bay Area United FC, Jasa Redwood City, Modesto City FC, and Windmill City FC. But more clubs will be announced in the coming days. And that the schedule will be released sometime in early March. And at more Nisa Nation regions, will be announced soon. So that was from the press release back on February 21st. So a couple days after that, Nisa Nation announced Bay Area United as one, as the club that will participate in the Pacific region for the spring 2023 season. So the club was founded by Azam Al-Gahim and Muhammad Al-Qasi. And let me read your quote here from the general manager, Jaman Azarani. Quote, through sheer grit, 
Unbreakable spirit and tireless effort, we overcame several obstacles to join this league. By cultivating a culture of hard work, unity, and commitment to success, we have proven we have what it takes to complete, excuse me, to compete at the next level. Joining Nisa Nation is a testament to our dedication, to our community, our passion for the game, and our toughness. We are excited for this new opportunity, and we know that together we will rise to new heights and achieve even greater success. And Bay Area United, like many of the other Nisa Nation clubs that have been announced so far, will continue to operate a reserve team in the Southwest Premier League. And they will also have a boys' youth academy. So that's kind of the latest update from Nisa Nation. But what I found curious is if you go on the table or the team website, it looks like most of these regions, except the Florida region, has already been set. So Southwest region, you got AS Los Angeles, Desert FC, FC Golden State, they have here Lobos FC based in West Covina, California, Olympiacos, CA. They have Real Ensenada FC, SEU Maricopa, Temecula FC, Tijuana FC, and Torres Neza USA. Now, what I found interesting is these clubs that play in the Liga, the United Premier Soccer League in Mexico, I guess it'd be playing some games in Nisa Nation as well. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, I know Nisa Nation hasn't officially announced that yet, but that's what it looks like here. And in the Pacific region, they have Battleborn FC, uh, Bay Area United, JASA, and then they have, which is Redwood City, California. They have MCSC Jaguars. Modesto City FC and Windmill City FC based in Livermore, California. And then for the Florida region, they just have Club de Leon 2. So it looks like Club de Leon FC, which is the NISA side, they will have a pro team in NISA for this year. And their Club de Leon 2, the B squad, will be playing in NISA Nation this year now they haven't announced any other four teams but as they said in the presser we should expect more teams announced soon so that's the latest from nisa nation no final thoughts and time to close out the show all right everyone well that will conclude Today's episode for Nisa Today FC. If you guys have any comments, feedback, or suggestions, you can send them my way to my personal Twitter page. It's at JT underscore Taylor 88. And if you like the show and want to keep all the latest updates, you can follow us on our social media pages. We are on Facebook at Nisa Today FC. We are also on Instagram at Nisa underscore Today FC. We're also on Twitter at Nisa underscore Today FC. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I'll see you next time.